So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh baby, that was good. I am stupid. I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were gonna have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into... Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what we like. This episode is Sonic the Hedgehog. My name is Jimmy, and when you Google Jimmy Fitch, a country singer comes up, and honestly, I'm okay with that. My name is Jeff, and Disney Adventures Magazine was the first thing I ever collected. My name is Dan, and I recently won a limited edition Star Wars print because I have Star Wars tattoos. Oh, yeah, you from, did. from I where? Mondo. Mondo, right? Oh, yeah. I was going to say Mondo. Is it that like uh, Mos Eisley print? Yeah, looks you badass. I can't wait. Son for of it. a gun. I did not know that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, only like a few people even tried for it. Like you had to use a uh, like a hashtag thing. Right. And, um, I the day before they chose the winner, I clicked on it and there was like 23 submissions on the whole internet. Wow. Wow. It was so, an Alamo Draft House thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was like a joint a joint deal between them. So, oh, yeah, cool. I'm stoked for when it comes in and I have no idea where I'm going to put it, but it's cool. Probably I j- on the wall where you have all of your other prints. I think I'm actually going to put it in the man cave downstairs where I have oh. my nerdy prints that I'm ashamed of. <laughs> Like up here in, in the Talk Me Into studios, I have cool art from local artists and stuff like that. And downstairs, I have like a painting of the Justice League and That's Ninja true, Turtles yeah. lithographs and stuff. That used to be in your living room in, in your basement apartment. Yeah. Now I'm more ashamed of it. <laughs> I'm just picturing Jimmy in a country hat this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Just like a, slightly too large for his head, like try, trying to keep it up, you know, just like. I interacted like, with him once on Facebook, I think, because I was like, hey, same name. And that was basically <laughs> it. Um, it's I, like I the most really boring Josh fight I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I haven't I don't think I've listened to his music, but he's pretty popular. He's got he's got a decent following. I'm Does he sure. go by James or Jimmy or Jim? Oh, he goes by Jimmy. Yeah. It's like Jimmy Fitch music, I believe, is like his Facebook huh. page. Yeah. You should you should encourage him to launch a series of blogs. <laughs> expunge yours from any memory of the internet i should that's, that's a, good, a idea. good idea that's really good actually and jeff yeah. um yeah. collecting magazines that's borderline hoarder activity no it was it, the first issue i got was probably in like 1990 or 1991 it had the ninja turtles from the first movie on the cover so i i had my mom buy it and it was like this digest size magazine that had like little articles for kids and like comics in it and just cool stuff like that and i collected that for like from 1990 to maybe like 1998 or nine like i had every single issue um that came out uh, they like mailed it to me every month every year my dad would uh subscribe to it for me and one year he was like all right i'm gonna subscribe to it i was like no thanks i'm 14 <laughs> like i thought i was just so old but no i i re- I, I thought about it because as i was thinking about what to do for collector's edition ninja turtles videos that we're going to be putting mm. on patreon um i i 
don't think I still have the magazines. If I do, they're somewhere in storage or thrown out. But a few years ago, I rebought the Ninja Turtles one just because it was on eBay for like five bucks. And then my wife has been looking on Mercari, which is another marketplace. And mm-hmm. I saw a Weird Al one that I never had. It came out before I started collecting it. So it was like five bucks. So I got it. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I have so many memories of this magazine, just like collecting it every month. And I would draw the logo on like notebooks at school and stuff. And it was <laughs> it was like a huge part of my childhood that I had forgot about until very recently. Um, it's, funny it's funny that you bring up your first collection because my first collection was Sonic Comics. And, oh, uh, yeah. We'll get to that. Get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't look it up, but do we have any reviews or anything, fellas? Uh, we have one tweet that's mildly positive. <laughs> oh, um, mildly. It comes from friend of the pod, Brett Herzog-Bikoski, um, who basically I sent out a tweet containing um, a link to the playlist for Jimmy Fitch's pro- projects. And he responded oh, yeah. with, this was worth my time, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is apt. Yeah, he sent me a DM. He he told me that he he really enjoyed the uh, the playlist and he really enjoyed uh, the episode about Jimmy's project. So I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, and we also got an email from someone who seems very reputable asking us to join his podcast network, but I think we're gonna <laughs> decline that. Deleted. Every week, which is when we release episodes on a weekly basis, the fellas, which are myself and Dan and Jimmy, were the fellas. Uh, we we try to talk ourselves into things. You know, it's not going to be an episode like this week is Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a big yeah. topic for Jimmy, and we're excited to talk about that. Uh, sometimes you might not be excited to talk about things, or you might not want to be talking to things, but you have to be. And that's where I'm at this week, fellas. I was forced to talk myself into it. I've not even talked myself into it because I hate it. It's a no for me. But I was forced to be talked into returning to the office for work. I knew this was coming up. And it is absolute horseshit. It's <laughs> it's still on a on a rotating schedule, right? So half the office in, half the office out. But I've been working from home every single day for four months. And it's more difficult to do the work. But I get to see my cute little baby all day, every single day, and she's lovely. And sometimes she sits on my knee and I tell her that she's helping me, but really she's not. But she doesn't even know language yet. So I don't feel bad about lying to her. Those little fingers can't type as fast as these long, agile adult fingers. But you're still cute. And yeah, I mean, it's it just the world is turning back into the world again. Mm. even though i don't agree with the cdc's latest recommendation which as of the time of this airing will be something completely different because it's two months from now yes but it will also when probably is like return to your home yeah. wear masks everywhere we're we dying made a, we made a mistake you shouldn't have unmasked inside rangers uh yeah that's all i got i mean okay. there's nothing really much to talk about except for it's depressing Jimmy, what are you talking yourself into this week? <laughs> so this is one that I, I I am talking myself into it because it's something that I should do. I need to get on the right track. I have been t- talking myself into a new fad 
called intermittent fasting. Um, oh, Jimmy. I, I don't yeah. think it's that new. I think, isn't it? It's, it's been popularized. It's in the, in newer, the last but I think year-ish. that it's at that point where everybody realized it's a bad idea. <laughs> and oh, so I Jimmy's heard, starting. Well, I haven't heard too many negative things about it, and I've heard a lot of success stories about it, but. Uh, I've heard different um, things. It's all Jeff's uh, cousin was talking himself into this on episode 50. He was oh, actually. Richie, yeah. do you remember that? About yeah, that. that's right. Dan remembered uh, something. Yeah, what's up with that? From Jeez. 83 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, it basically it just means that you have a uh, eight hour period of time where you can eat, and then 16 hours where you're fasting, and uh, it's just a, a way to burn some fat. And uh, I'm looking into it. I'm trying it. I'm starving. And uh, when are you setting your eight hour window? Uh, I started basically um, around two, so I have uh, between two and ten p.m. Uh, 10, ten p.m. to eat. Yeah, that seems so I very eat lunch unhealthy. And I eat dinner. Well, that sounds. I, I mean, I guess I might be doing that too. Like if I wake up and I don't really eat until like you know lunchtime around like eleven or twelve, and then I go to bed at like nine or ten, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was basically something that I've already been doing, but like uh, since I started working mornings, I've been eating breakfast, and I'm basically just cutting out breakfast right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying it, and uh, I don't know, I'm not really keeping too much track of like weight loss or anything, but you know, I, are I you eating it out for like, like a month? But are you eating like healthy foods in that window, or are you just eating whatever you want? I'm trying to eat a little bit better, but I'm not like super stingy on like um, so with like with health conscious intermittent fasting. Is the rule that you can eat whatever you want? Like, is just limited? I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't no. see how that could work because no, you could go to either. Burger King and get a quad stacker, and that's like the same amount of calories as a whole day. Well, I'm not doing that. But, <laughs> well, you know. I'm just saying in theory. Yeah. I don't know. It's that was just a weird I'm burger out, to say. Like, out. You say Burger King, most people would go with like double Whopper with cheese and you're like quad stacker, which is something I don't <laughs> think they've had in 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't probably haven't been to a Burger King in 15 years, but I used to eat a lot of friggin quad stackers. Dude. <laughs> cool. Well, this this uh, this <laughs> this whole thing was a lot more negative than I was expecting. So no, uh, I think it's cool. I hope it works for you. I yeah, mean, we'll, we'll try it out. If you get positive results, it doesn't seem that hard to maintain. So that's, that's why I'm doing it because it's it's literally like the easiest thing that I can do. So I was like, I I don't have the uh, the guff to go on like a crazy diet. So I'm like, whatever. I'll just try this intermittent fasting. Thing I mean, how late how do you usually stay up at night? Oh, not that late right now. Like ten. 10 30 maybe so you're eating till right before you go to sleep that may not i mean i don't plan. eat i don't eat at 10 o'clock i eat at like seven or whatever but like so why don't you move your window yeah exactly. move your window from 11 to 7 i mean i could that <laughs> it's just what i'm doing right now oh jeff i would optimize the non-eating time with whenever you're sleeping exactly yeah i am yeah, Jimmy's but, literally like sitting down like, eating a large like, fry right. and then pulling the covers up and going to sleep. <laughs> well, no, but he said he's not. He's like, my window is going to end at 10, right? So your eight hour window ends at 10, but I'm not eating at 10. I'll probably stop at seven. So you're limiting yourself to a five hour window, which is crazier. Yeah. 
So don't do it. <laughs> okay, Jim. You just might want to give life. this some more thought, just Jim. That's all we're just saying. Just live your life. And you're not even keeping track. So you could be doing this for four months and gaining weight. Or I don't, you probably wouldn't. But you could be gaining weight and you're like, yeah, this diet's great. I'm hungry all the time, but I'm 30 pounds heavier. We'll see. Oh, this is such a classic Jimmy move. This is like Jimmy's version of a diet. Uh, Dan, what are you talking yourself into? I am talking myself into... Now, don't get on my case because this may be similar to things I've done in the past. But I'm they stop selling quad stackers, Dan. <laughs> no, I'm talking myself into rereading comic books. Okay. Yeah, this is your. Thank you for the preface because I know you've said this several times. I don't even Not know if you this. stopped reading them. No, I've talked about reading comics and I've talked oh. about organizing comics. But an interesting thing happened. I finally finished my big comic book reorganization project, which I'm sure you boys have seen pictures of. Sure have. I'm really happy. It's all like right at hand. And the process of reorganizing has made me go like, oh, I should really reread this. I should really check this out. Um, so currently I am I am reading the sequels to Batman White Knight, um, mm-hmm. but I'm almost finished with that. So as soon as I'm done with that, I'm going to delve into rereading something. And I, I don't know exactly what yet. It's either going to be. I, I have some big chunks of continuity. I have like Batman, Green Arrow, um, Captain America. So I think I'm going to pick one of those and just like start out, you know, just reading a big chunk. I of applaud this because one of my biggest problems as a comic collector in the past was you spend all this money on comics. You read it once and then you never open it ever again. Exactly. <laughs> and with talk me into over the last two and a half years i've reread a lot of stuff rewatched a lot of stuff and that's probably the only reason why i would do that but i did recently just buy for ten dollars i bought the entire black panther man without fear run um Mm. of comics which i really like it's when black panther took over the daredevil title he was in hell's kitchen um francesco francovilla was on the art it was something i really loved from our last podcast around like 2011 so they had like it's like 30 issues or something and one paperback for ten dollars on ebay so i was like yeah dude i'm gonna get i have the issues somewhere but like let me just read this and um yeah so I, i feel you that was my exact point. I mean, all my comics were stored in these big file cabinets in my basement and they were in terrible order. So even if I wanted to read something, I couldn't find it or whatever. And I just didn't think to do it a lot. Well, now they're all on a bookcase in Talk Me Into Studios, all labeled and organized. So if I'm thinking like, I would like to reread, uh, you know, Identity Crisis, I can go grab it right off the shelf and read it. So You'd be like, like, this was bad. Why did I do this? <laughs> Identity Crisis is great. I think you're confusing that. Identity Probably. Crisis is the Brad Miltzer one where they're solving the mystery of um, who, who killed, killed Elongated Fate. Man's Wife. Elongated Man's uh, Wife. Final yeah. Crisis is the bad one, isn't it? Yes, that is Yeah, the bad that's one. right. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah. Wow, I just said no, but yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. To Jeff's exact point, uh, I had all these comics, I bought them, I read them once, and I threw them in a file cabinet, and now I'm like, I've pared down the stuff that I don't care about, and I've kept the stuff that I liked, so I should reread it. I've already done that, like getting rid of the stuff I don't want, Um, but my single issues are still in disarray, except for certain runs. Yeah, I I sort of had this idea and I wasn't sure if it would work to do the magazine boxes and then shout out to Chelsea Mondrick, Ian Mondrick's wife. She did the exact same system of using magazine boxes on a bookshelf and I really liked the way it came out and it gave me the push I needed to 
finalize it. Okay, fellas. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with the classic. He said the thing. He said the thing. This is a very important episode in Talk Me Into History. I would say probably like my most important episode of Talk Me Into. This is and your Boston is, Celtics. Yes. <laughs> this is a lifestyle, I would say. Oh God. Called Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> a sad lifestyle. <laughs> Dance, well, oh God. Sad? was such a great reaction. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this. I have been a Sonic fan since I was, I would probably say four or five years old. <laughs> I remember playing um, Sonic on Sega. Um, uh, I think I got dropped off at a big Y that weirdly had like a daycare. And I remember playing Sonic 2 on one of their Segas. That's like my very early memory. A big Y is a grocery store for people not in oh, New yes. England, which is correct, which makes it funny. Yes, which is pretty funny. Um, so I, I'm a huge Sonic fan, especially when I was like in elementary school. I've talked about it here on the podcast. When I was in elementary school, me and my friends used to pretend we were Sonic characters running around. <laughs> uh, it, it was always a blast. Um, I was Knuckles for the first year. And then I think after that, I was Sonic. So that's pretty cool. Um, so today we're going to be you talking about, yeah, I got promoted to Sonic. I think we were going to change characters every year, but then I just stayed Sonic for like the we're rest a bunch of it. Of nerds. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I gotta mark that. Um, so I'm going to be talking you, you into a variety of topics because like, yes, be, of course, before, we can just go. Before we yes. get into this, because I'm very, very intrigued by how we're going to do this. Dan, what is your exposure to Sonic the Hedgehog? My exposure to Sonic the Hedgehog is that my cousin is Jimmy. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I, have negative feelings towards Sonic the Hedgehog really? as a child. Um, we would spend Saturday nights at my grandparents' house. Uh, my cousin Jen was always there first and got first access to the Sega. She would play Sonic and she would say, you guys can play when I die. And she would never die. She would beat the game every Saturday night and seemed like every time I would touch that controller, my mom would say, time to go home. Side note, whose Sega was that? I have no Uncle idea. Ricky's. Oh, okay. He left it there when he sense. moved. Cool family uh, stories. Uh, I, I so that's about it. I never watched any of the Sonic shows. I never read any of the Sonic comics because I'm a, a grown man. Um, <laughs> that, that's about it. Just like a few minutes here or there of Sonic video games and seeing Jimmy grow up. Yeah. Jeff, I know you have a little bit more exposure. Yeah, I, I had a Sega when I was a kid. That was I was always a Sega boy and it came with Sonic 2 and I loved it. That game is so great. And my older cousin, uh, her husband, uh, which is my little baby cousin, Richie's dad, uh, Big Richie. We called him Big Richie and Little Richie. Uh, <laughs> he he had a Sega and there he had two games that me and my cousins would always play. It was NHL 95. Nice. Hartford, The Whale and uh, Sonic 1. So it was the Sonic game that I didn't have. And mm -hmm. that game was awesome. So I would always love those games. And then the only other game i had or played was sonic spinball which was like <laughs> the best 
party game ever. Like me and my brother and my so cousin fun. would just play it nonstop. And one time we were playing Sonic 2 at my cousin's house and we spent all day getting to the last level. We finally get there. And like the Sega's been on all day. We're just pausing it to like, you know, eat lunch and go to the bathroom and do whatever. And then we had dinner time and we paused it and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my cousin's dad, that son of a bitch turned the power off when we were <laughs> fighting Robotnik at the very end. And I have never beat Sonic 2 because I never tried because I was so distraught. And yeah, just like Dan, I never got into the lore. Um, like Sonic and Knuckles came out and I was like, oh, there's a red one. Um, <laughs> but I like the show. I've seen the, sh the cartoon when I was a kid. I don't retain any of that information. Um, I used to pronounce chaos emeralds as chouse emeralds because I didn't know <laughs> what the word was. And I was like, oh, yeah. The first time I saw it in the real world, I was like chouse. And somebody's like, you're a fucking idiot. Sorry, Jim, but it's chaos. And I was like, that was very mean of you to say. I'm 12 and you're 39. Um <laughs> that's my exposure i mean i know it's been like a thing like the archie comic ran for a very long time i know people are out there that that love the franchise and we're talking to half of them right now <laughs> yes um so um sonic the hedgehog has definitely developed into more than a, a video game character um he's got the comic books he's got the cartoons he has a feature-length film that came out um there's this huge fan base of like just like just pure sonic fans is all i can describe it as pure sonic fans <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there are people that are way more into it than me man i mean like Isn't that depressing, your dude? veins like yeah. once i started getting more on the internet like there was a time i was like i'm the biggest weird al fan the biggest ninja turtle fan and then you get online and you're like oh no 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 i'm not even close <laughs> yeah yeah he I mean, like, doesn't even look at sonic rule 34 prawns <laughs> not anymore i don't um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot um i have a list of things that we're definitely going to do and um basically a lot of it does come down to video games because at its heart sonic the hedgehog is a video game character and we're going to be playing uh some of the games i have them all picked out there are three games we're going to play a selection of Ooh, um which ones you guys, can you tell us um, Yes, the first one is the original OG Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis. I want you guys to come over. We'll play these. Um, then we have Sonic Mania, which you guys should know about because I did a review of it. Mm -hmm. Never played on, it, though. Um, uh, my late, or not my late to the game. We did it on my Jimmy's Projects episode. And then um, the first Sonic game where I realized that I was a big Sonic fan <laughs> is called sonic adventure 2 um which is uh the second like big iteration am like, i going to understand what's going on not having played sonic adventure one yes jeff it, it's a blue <laughs> circle that spins <laughs> yes um so basically um all three of these all base the first two games are like sonic at his core it's like it's a side scroller he's running around being fast he's uh it's a platformer sonic adventure 2 kind of takes different um it takes some different gameplay styles and stuff and uh it, it kind of like delves deep into well i wouldn't say deep but it delves into like the characters and stuff because like obviously when sonic went 3d he got more of a 
personality um people started writing yeah obviously and stuff obviously. is that where you get to find out that like sonic is always running because he's running from his past oh maybe i mean we'll get into it uh which but was the one that relationship with his father <laughs> which was the one that came out on dreamcast uh sonic adventure and sonic adventure 2 Ooh. both of them did and yeah. dan it's funny you said that because i know that a lot of hedgehog mothers eat their children because they're weird <laughs> yes they do um so maybe it's mother son issues yeah yeah sonic adventure 2 is also the introduction of fan favorite shadow the hedgehog so we're gonna get some <laughs> darkness you know it's gonna be great um it's the dark night of sonic co- cartoons yeah basically <laughs> um and then as i alluded to before i don't know exactly what we're going to do yet i'm gonna have that in the show notes of what we're going to do but i'm gonna have you guys read at least one sonic comic um i don't know how we're gonna do that i believe i found it online for free a friend of mine was letting me borrow it on the internet and uh we'll we'll get to it we'll we'll talk about that more in the next half and it'll be in the show notes of what we're going to read uh so it's gonna be a sonic comic and as i alluded to before as well there's a feature length film and fellas you're gonna be watching it it's on oh, Hulu. Dan's going to hate this. Oh, my Sonic God. Sonic the Hedgehog <clears throat> starring our, our fave Jim Carrey. It's Dr. funny Robotnik. because obviously I have no interest in it. But when <laughs> it came out, it was received better than I expected it to be. Um, and separately. Yeah, but so was Detective Pikachu. Well, I was, they were I, dude, that's, really good. That's so funny because I heard the same thing about detective pikachu and out of curiosity when it was on hbo i started watching it and i turned that shit off in like 20 minutes it was so <laughs> bad um so and so every now and then whenever i see sonic pop up on hulu i ask my wife if she wants to watch it as a joke and we just laugh and watch something <laughs> else <laughs> so we're going to be uh watching that so oh boy looking forward to that and um as i said before um i, I think i said it in the last episode but I'm going to make a video tutorial because this is how I loved Sonic when I was a kid. You was the funnest character to ever draw. So I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to do a uh, tutorial on how to draw Sonic the Hedgehog. And I make you guys draw this. Sonic. I and... love this. Love this. Love this. Can the winner be tattooed on your mom's arm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah so i'm going to have you guys draw a picture of sonic and then we'll we'll tweet him out it'll be funny this is so uh, great can you put the video can can you do the tutorial video and then in person can you film us drawing him and then put together uh, a video of the (laughs) process because that this is this is great i love every single bit of this episode it's so weird it's so stupid dan's going to hate it which in turn makes me love it even more (laughs) and i think i'm going to have a playlist of some music yes 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 (laughs) chill Uh, jeff wow he's very excited um because i think a very important thing about sonic the hedgehog is its music because even like nowadays like a, a really big part about it is like yeah a lot of it is like prog rock and stuff but like it's fun it's like fun like rocky music and like uh even like it's old like um like rocky um it, even the old like chiptune stuff that's also like really well done i mean like allegedly for sonic 3 michael jackson wrote some of the melodies about it for it so uh 
Well, uh, <laughs> there's no way that's true, but it's so. No, funny I've actually about. heard that. And yeah, it probably it, is true. Apparently, it's a thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have a playlist, maybe on YouTube, maybe on Spotify, depending on what's on there. Okay. Uh, just, I'm. I am so here for this episode, <laughs> just for music to enjoy, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, do you guys have any questions, concerns, comments? From my I'm exposure. So tired. From my exposure to the few games I played and the music, I am already talked into it. So the hardest part for you is going to make sure what you're giving me doesn't talk me out of it. <laughs> yeah. This is a this is a new a new twist on talk me into. So th- this is interesting. Dan oh, Dan's don't forget, already we have we do have the comic and we have the movie. That's so, what I'm saying. Uh, so if yeah. I read that and watch this movie and I hate it, you could sway me to a no. Yeah. But I'm, right I'm now not... you're you're sitting pretty. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> okay. Dan, any comments, concerns? No, I I'm interested in it. Um I think we're going to need to film the gameplay because if you thought I was bad at video games, wait till you see me in a fast paced side scroller <laughs> when I can't even follow the character and I get lost on screen and I just bang into things for the whole time. Yeah. So oh, we're going to have, I'm assuming probably a YouTube playlist of uh, some different tunes from, from the blue blurs past and uh and then we'll have uh some games that we're playing and great. maybe a sonic comic or two i am using as a windscreen right now a baby bib with hedgehogs on it and it is just so appropriate and i'm i'm looking forward to this jimmy i'm happy for you uh let's hope in two weeks um you aren't devastated <laughs> yeah i hope it work. i hope it works out better for you than the boston celtics episode did for me that's true yeah it's very true so when we come back, we're going to have a whole list of stuff. It's in the show notes. You'll see what we're doing. Just to give a quick rundown, we're playing Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Mania, Sonic Adventure 2. We're watching the film, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's streaming on Hulu. We're reading a Sonic comic. That'll be in the show notes. And then I'm going to be teaching the boys how to draw Sonic and maybe listen to some tunes. And I know it's carving like- the image of Sonic into our foreheads to join the cult of Sonic. <laughs> yeah. I, I just wanted to give like things that I enjoy being a Sonic fan, and I want to give the fellas all of that. So uh, it's going to be fun. Guys, we got to go fast. So this next segment's only going to be three minutes long. Jimmy, what are we doing? Go, 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 go. Doing Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Mania, right. Sonic Adventure um, 2. We, we did a lot of things. We so did. We, are going, we did all the Sonic. We are going to have Jimmy lead us and talk about things. Some things won't be as in-depth. Like, we've done episodes at our movies where we spend an hour on them. Right. Uh, we're not doing that here. Because we did a lot. We're just yeah. taking a a tour through the world of the Blue Blue. Yeah, just just oh. our impressions yeah. of Sandwich. So, do you want to do the, the games first or last? Whatever you want. You're you're in control of this. However Jeff you just spent the last this. three minutes prefacing that you're leading us. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so I yes. guess we can do the games first. because I want to do the movie list. first. No, I'm just uh, well, I goodness. mean, the games were the introduction to all of us. Right. Yeah. So yep. we can talk about the first Sonic the Hedgehog. So, Jimmy. Yes. You turned on the first Sonic the Hedgehog. We yeah. heard Sonic Sega. 2. Yes. We heard bum, 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 bum. Yes, we and did. And I flashed back to a time <laughs> in my youth 
where I sat and watched my cousin Jen play that game for hours. Yeah. With an inability to play. <laughs> and then Is that why you were so bad? Yeah, I've like played for probably a total of like 15 minutes in my life. Right. Well, That's now crazy. you played for an extra 5 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I mean this is like riding a bike to me. It, it just yeah. felt normal cuz I played it so Why much. do you say it was Sonic 2? That's not what we played. No, it was the first Sonic. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. it just looked better. Yeah, because we played it at an up convert or something. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Uh so what did you guys think of uh Sonic? Well, I played first, so I'll give my take first. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this is probably the style Sonic game that I'm most familiar with. Right. I think that literally what we had at our grandparents' house was this game. Probably, yeah. Um, and I think I did the best at this out of what we played. Yeah, we you played uh, all Green Hill Zone. You played all three acts, and you beat Dr. Robotnik, so that was pretty impressive. Yeah, with very little life left at the time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the traditional side-scroller format that I think Sonic became most famous for. Right. I like the simple controls. I like that there's not, like, multiple attacks, multiple speeds. Right. You just run. You jump and you run. Yeah. That's basically it. Hit the robots. There's a slight learning curve, as I figured out, like, what you can and can't run through or over. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I think that if I put in some time, I could probably do pretty well at this game. Yeah, I think so, too. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, Other I mean, I, I played this Marble Hill Zone, right? That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, you played Marble Hill Zone. Yeah, with all the lava, and I was just having flashbacks of being a child. <laughs> I felt like an abused child going through, like, PTSD playing this. Yeah. But already yeah. said that. Did you say PTSD? I don't know. Did you say abused child? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that part. I wasn't paying attention. Anyway, yeah, I mean, this this level is where more strategy comes in. Yeah, for like sure. Like, you have to learn patterns. Um, kind, there's kind of like, it is a sc- side-scroller, but, you know, you guys were comparing it a lot to uh, Super Mario Brothers, um, which it is, but, like, instead of just going right and then you can never go back, you can go left and right. right. You can right. go up and down. That's true. So, you know, that's... It's 4D, bruh. Yeah. Mm, three, but... <laughs> Yeah, well, two. Yeah, two. Still uh, two. Then we played a little bit of Sonic Mania. Uh, I, I gave you guys Studiopolis Zone, which is like, I think it's the third world in that game. I already talked about Sonic Mania in my uh, Jimmy's Projects episode. Um, Did you, this come out before or after Sonic 4? After. Because when Sonic 4 came out, I downloaded it on my PlayStation 3, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the Sonic that I remember. Yeah. But then I remember not liking it very much. Yeah, Sonic 4 is not that great. Yeah, but this is kind of what I would have hoped like Sonic 4 would have been. Right. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So this one feels like an update of the um, side-scrolling type adventures. Mm-hmm. It feels like Sonic 1, but to the nth, nth degree. Right. So the environments are more 3D. His interaction with the environments are more cumulative, like... Um, we must have also had a later version of Sonic because I remember like, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember the vibe of having like significantly more options of how to traverse the environment mm. than what we saw in Sonic 1 where there's, I mean, there's definitely like little tangents you could jump and, and stuff yeah. like that, but it feels like they're propelling you to one Forward. centralized yeah. goal. Right. Whereas this Sonic Mania felt a little bit more open to exploration. Mm. Uh, I found it harder because I'm bad at video games. Yes. Um, But just the increase of like the power up, speed up stuff Mm. is interesting. And uh, yeah, I think although I may be worse at this game, I think it's more interesting. Uh, I found it frustrating, but for an average gamer, I think this would be a more satisfying game. Yeah, I I definitely like Sonic Mania better than all one 
two, three. Mm, um, wow. Yeah, I, I think it, it. There's more of an emphasis emphasis on speed, and um, there's a lot more branching paths. Why change the title though? Because it does feel like a continuation of the same series. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe because there was an attempt at a Sonic Four. And it was bad, and they didn't want to be like, oh, this is Sonic 5. So it was like a soft reboot? Yeah, kind of. Um, there's, like, some touches of, like, time travel and stuff, too. And, like, there's yeah, cutscenes in this game. Yeah, they teleported me with a satellite. So the name could have more to do with the story mode, the storyline, than the gameplay? I don't think so. I think it's just a, a different title. Yeah, it's Sonic Mania. Jeff, what did you think of this game? Yeah, I, I said my opinions on it. Oh, you went first. Yeah, I, I played. Yeah. I did play second. So I got to Robotnik. Mm-hmm. He was like flying and there were little Robotnik guys shooting rockets. And then the rockets turned around to re- and, and I lost my coins. And then we had to move on for, because of time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it seems like it's like when Dan beat Robotnik in Sonic 1. It's simple. You yeah. jump on him. There's platforms. You avoid the ball. It's what this I can was, handle. You had to beat him while running and like yeah. you had to jump around the rockets. And yeah, it just seems a little more complicated, which keeps it more, which keeps it interesting and still being fun, but not like very difficult. Yeah. And then we get to quite possibly a fan favorite, probably one of my favorites, Sonic Adventure 2. We did not get far. <laughs> it was the year 2000, the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's very early aughts. It's like Sonic running through Tony Hawk, Pro yeah. Skater 2. Um, I don't know. This, I, this doesn't feel like a Sonic game for me. I guess if I grew up with it like you did, Jim. Right. Um, where there were all these different forms of Sonic games. This is probably think, one of the earliest games I think I that played. it was the natural progression of Sonic. Because especially at the time video games are advancing, you don't want to get stuck in that one mode. Now right. we revisit that and it's nostalgic and fun. Right. But True. then like you have Crash Bandicoot, which was huge at the mm-hmm. time, too. This seems like because Crash, you were like you, there were some uh, levels when you're running towards the camera, like chasing right. a ball. Like right. they just do different things with the cameras. And this is kind of like that. So Similar. Jim, yeah. Before this came out, roughly just an estimate, how many like side scroller games were there of Sonic? Uh, main story kind of game. I guess main, like mainline games. There was Sonic 1, 2, 3, uh, Sonic and Knuckles, which are is kind of part of 3, Sonic, Sonic CD. CD. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, boy. And I think that's it. So by that time. And there, there was also were, Sonic 3D Blast, too, which is kind of. The creators were probably like, yeah. we've done everything we can with the side scrolling <laughs> stuff. Right. Like, we're going to have to. Well, plus, this was like we said, off, 3D off was mic, big. off camera. This was on Dreamcast. Yep. Which was like Sega's new thing. Right. And at, probably had a lot more like processing power. Yeah, it was more stuff. powerful than like a Nintendo 64. Mm. And they wanted to piggy off of like Mario 64. And I get stuff that. Like that. It, yeah. it, it wasn't for me. Like I, I thought it was very fun. I, I don't think I would play that one. I'd be much more inclined to play like a classic Sonic for nostalgia yeah. or like a Sonic Mania for yeah. that style. Sonic Adventure, we didn't even get into it because we didn't even beat the first level. <laughs> but uh, you, you can play as like Tails in like a robot suit. And like it's sort of like a uh, it's kind of like a shooter, which is kind of strange. Hmm. But um, and then you play as Knuckles and you're, you're trying to it's kind of like a treasure hunt. You have to look for these pieces of the Master Emerald. Oh. And um, wow. yeah, it, it, it's a fun game. It's one of my favorites. Very cool. Yeah. So after that, why don't we talk about, I had you guys read the first issue of the Sonic the Hedgehog relaunch on IDW. Yeah. So 
before we get into it though because sure in the first half of this episode i think like you talked about how you got into sonic the hedgehog right you you know you went to the grocery store and you, <laughs> yeah some like a clerk watched you or, it, it was yeah. it was weird but like that's how you got into it you talked about like you know all your memories you have about this but you didn't really say other than it's fun like why you like sonic as a sure as a franchise as a character so yeah. now we're getting into the lore yeah of sonic right so why what appeals to you about the lore and the character of sonic not just like it's a fun game right i like the obviously i've talked about it in a lot of videos i've been making lately i love like sonic's design i think he's cool he has a great personality i think he's fun um i I don't know if it's pure nostalgia. It might be. Which is fine. Yeah. I, I remember reading the Archie series, which I was really into. Um, the, I, when I actually recommended this comic, this is actually the first time I've read it. Um, I, I was like, oh, this is fine. Like, this is fine enough to give them. And um, But the Archie comic goes way more into, like, different characters that aren't even in like the games like there's sally acorn there's antoine there's mm. bunny <laughs> yeah I love her, like sally acorn yeah She's squirrel. and then antoine antoine's french he's just a guy uh, he's french yeah um i don't remember what kind of animal he is but like and he's part of like these freedom fighters who are fighting against so the robotnik free, the freedom and, fighters i knew because they were in the cartoon yep there was an, a cartoon in the 90s it wasn't the adventures of sonic the hedgehog it was called Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was partly based off of the comic book. Yeah, so that's all I know is that there's okay. freedom fighters, Robotnik right. like enslaves these animals like he kind right. of does in the game. There's like, right. this, you know, right. it's whatever. They made a story off of a weird thing in a video game. Right. So that's all I know going into reading this comic. Right. But I do I know that less. there's like, but I also <laughs> know that there's like 200 or 300 episodes of the art issues of yep. the archie comic there's a ton so like, like and archie you know, doesn't collect any of them which sucks because i want to that's own crazy. them yeah it's really annoying you have to torrent them so like yeah i know there's other characters i know there's right. sonic uh tails right. knuckles and then I, ID... I knew about shadow i know there's right. like an alligator but i don't know who they are right you know what i mean yeah um well maybe you can learn more if you read oh. this idw series um I, I actually i haven't read any more of it just the first issue but um, I was like, this feels like a regular Sonic comic. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel any different. It's not than... really a reboot. It just kind of drops you off. It right. very quickly tells you, like, Robotnik keeps coming back and Sonic keeps beating him. But right. now Robotnik hasn't come back. So yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, I don't have a lot entry. of hot takes about no. this first issue. Uh, it feels a little bit more modern than the Archie stuff that I've seen, mm -hmm. just in terms of like how comic storytelling works. Right. Um, it feels less geared towards children, but definitely still all ages. Yeah. Um, for sure. I I will say, there's some cool action in it. I think the the action in the fight stuff is drawn well. The speed mm -hmm. stuff is drawn well. The colors pop. It's yeah, it's right. a, a well made comic. It's not much to write home about no pun intended but writing wise there's probably like one actual page of dialogue yeah, spread out over like yeah. 15 pages right um i don't get a lot of like sonic's personality from this i kind of do he comes off he like as you know nonchalant goofy like hey i just killed all these robots yeah i don't We're know why fun. i mean we'll get more into this when we talk about the movie but i started to notice it i did read this comic before i watched the movie mm-hmm I always thought Sonic was a little bit more snarky than this. 
I don't uh, know where maybe, that came from. The cartoons, maybe? The cartoons, how he was presented in like commercials and stuff. And yeah. I don't think his personality was really fleshed out until the adventure games. I thought, I always pictured him as more of like a smartass type character. Okay. Um, But in this comic, I started to see that he's he's more of a archetypal hero. Yeah, he um, is. Maybe like a Peter Parker type where he's got some like one-liners and stuff. Right. Um, But yeah, he's definitely more traditional yeah. good than i than i thought he was okay. going to be um but yeah i mean the comic was fine it's fun i could picture if i was talked into it i could picture following up on this idw series conveniently idw does a great job collecting all their stuff yeah they do and it is on hoopla which is the library app that Jeff and i use yeah um so yeah it was it was fun not not a lot to dig deeply into in in that issue but I didn't think it was done poorly by any means. Okay. Uh, I think we can go into our drawings. Boys, what did you think about drawing Sonic? I think that this was fun to do. Yeah. But if this was what you were trying to get us, like, will I ever draw Sonic again? Absolutely not. I just thought um, it was fun. Was I going to, like, draw this at home and try to make it, like, a masterpiece with, like, colored pencils and stuff and blow your f***ing mind, Sorry, Jim? <laughs> yes, but then we decided to do this uh, in person. Right. So I just drew them exactly how you would draw right. them. And, I mean, it was a fun five minutes that we spent together. <laughs> yeah. And the video will be on Patreon.com slash into. Sure. By the time this is out. But... I mean, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Personally, because I have no nostalgic attachment to the character, it right. didn't do anything for me. But I will say there's something about drawing him that reminds me of I used to repetitively draw Ninja Turtles. And I know. Yeah, Jeff I did do. The yeah. Same. I mean, right. I still do like at this age. That's exactly how I am. Yeah. yeah. And there's something about the combination of like um, sharp, straight lines in the points yeah with like the curvy like classic 90s animation of like his eyes and nose that i could find to be like i don't want to say obsessively but like um there's something about it that could drive you to try to make it it better better over and over again and i know that's what you do you're always like doodling it and then as a kid you would take it really seriously and like fill up (laughs) notebooks yeah i did it is kind of funny that i think you always draw them in the exact same pose i do yeah that's like the only way i know how to draw them and it's a very (laughs) static pose for a character (laughs) that's known for running fast yeah i mean like okay so yeah i i doodle ninja turtles and stuff but i also used to draw this character that was a nose and its boogers were running out of its nostrils and it cool. formed its feet. And it was the same thing. I only had one pose and I would just draw it yeah. on every single thing that I had. So it was either like that or like other weird like alien things that I would just draw all the yeah. time. But like, yeah, same exact pose. And I would try to make it like funnier or more realistic right. every single time. Yeah. yeah. It, me drawing Sonic, it's not because I want to like perfect it or make it no, look good. You weren't trying it's literally to... just like me shaking my leg. It's just something to do. <laughs> you weren't you know like I mean? trying to draw a Sonic comic or anything no, like that. No, yeah, so it's it, just fun. It was fun. And I think it's very funny to do in this episode. Yes. That's but why it, I it has. It absolutely no sway on whether or not i'm talking to sonic or not yeah uh so i gave you guys a music playlist because a big part about sonic the hedgehog is its music dan and i both reach for our cell phones because we did not take notes no we gotta take a look uh, at i have mental notes no me too because we could kind of group them together right because i don't have like you know i've been listening to them like re-listening to them this morning um so the first song I mean, I don't know if these really have titles. I guess you're calling it Green Hill Zone. Yeah. Um, this is like what I think of when I think of Sonic oh, music. Yeah. This is yeah. iconic. 
It's like the 8-bit friggin' MIDI keyboard stuff. Oh, yeah. Bum, bum, bam, it's bam. so good. I've always said, like, this is the best video game music of all time because it, it fits the character, like... It does, yeah. Perfectly. It's just manic. It's crazy. It's actually, like, intricate and, like, fun music. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd go that far to say it's the best of all time. I'd say for its capabilities like That's what, what they're able to yeah. do yeah oh but it's also well, when you say f- it's also very catchy yeah i mean plus that sega sound trip man it's so good it's so crunchy it's really fun the starlight zone um i kind of grouped together with that yeah the first four i guess we could talk about together yeah. like what i would call like the classic sound in the yeah. casino night is like that to me is like hearing my grandfather's belt crack when we did something wrong because <laughs> it's just like I threw that on there for you, Jeff. Yeah, it was that level is so painful. I love it so much, but it caused so much childhood stress. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, you start to see a little bit of like, I feel like they probably have the same like capabilities or limitations, but they're pushing them with Mm -hmm. like some modded like fake drums and fake guitar instead of especially with sonic 3 instead of everything just sounding like bells or whatever that midi keyboard sound is right um then we get sonic adventure 2 battle music metal harbor yeah so this is like this is on the dreamcast so you could like play songs yeah like on a disc yeah yeah. is this the metal one like where he's where there's a singer yes um there there's a band it's called crush 40 um (laughs) the the name of um uh he came up uh jun senue i believe is his name of course yeah Yeah. i'm familiar yeah of course um he had this band it's called crush 40 and a lot of a lot of the tracks that for this game and a bunch of sonic games in general that they've made but yeah it's like a it's like a prog rock um sort of like uh, aaron from game grumps uh lovingly calls it butt rock yeah it's like hair metal yeah it's bad it's really bad. I, I don't like it at all. And, uh, I have no nostalgia for it, so I was like, this is well, here's the not thing. good. When I got to this chunk of songs, so much of Jimmy's musical taste makes sense because <laughs> yeah, he was raised on this. And I don't mean like everything, like not like mainstream bands like the Gaslight right. Anthem and stuff. But when we did our playlist show, yes, I was thinking the same there's thing. like yep. a lot of really bad, like hair metal inspired music. And yes. I was like, like a oh. lot of a lot of like really poorly produced, like just generic. Stuff like that. Yeah, this is really cheesy. And buried in it are some awful lyrics. <laughs> oh, yeah. The lyrics I mean, make no they, sense. They're Japanese. Yeah. They're, they're like, kids. and I make no compromise. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. It's like, dude, well, you're a hedgehog. I was like, some of these lyrics coins. are uh, mildly fascistic, which is kind of a weird thing <laughs> to throw in. That's cool. Um, <laughs> the main theme, that's the ska one that we were rocking to yeah the the um sounds like escape from that, the city mighty mighty boss tones beca- type stuff yeah because yeah. like in the late 90s and early 2000s yeah if you didn't do ska then right. you were nobody yeah it's, i like metal harbor snapshot of its time yeah metal harbor uh which is the first one that's in the playlist i like that song a lot too there's no lyrics or anything but i think it's just like a fun like rock song um but eh, if you guys don't like it it's fine his world i threw that in there mostly because it was a really bad cheesy amv it is very <laughs> bad it's like what does amv stand for anime music video oh okay. oh i yeah. didn't even know people that. back in like the 
mid 2000s people would make these amvs or whatever and th- which are basically just like tributes to different characters and i i didn't watch it i just listened oh uh, I, I threw it in there so you oh. guys would watch it yeah but I it's, fine. It. It, it's a terrible song it's very funny very very yeah bad. it's, it's not worst, a good song the worst one on here i have a lot of nostalgia but i don't care and then this um last one reach for the stars yeah from sonic colors is this this is the one that's like rap metal kind of right like this sounds kind of like uh rage against the machine uh no, that was uh his world. That was okay. The one that, that one was bad. Yeah. Uh, this one was more like stop punk, right? Yeah, that one. Oh yeah, I don't really have a lot of thoughts about it's, this one. It's kind of sounds like you're in a casino. Yeah, kind like of a real life casino. Yeah, yeah. I don't really more like an arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Was, well, casinos are just adult arcades, Daniel. <laughs> Basically, are. Yeah, so the music, I'm 50-50 on. I like the okay. early stuff for nostalgia. Yeah, I think it's fine. clever. I think it utilized what it had. And I think it's fine. I wanted to give you guys the whole spectrum. I'm I less okay. than 50-50. I'm like 20-80. That's fine. But I will say it helped me understand my little baby cousin Jimmy a little yeah, bit. Because <laughs> on that like playlist show, I was like, why does Jimmy like all this weird ska covers <laughs> and bad hair metal? And then yeah. I'm like, oh, it's because it was in video games. Yes, correct. Then we'll get to uh, the grand finale, which is the film Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm very interested in seeing what so you guys j- thought about So before we this. get into it, if yeah. you don't know, uh, this for movie... For those don't know. For those don't know, H2O, H2O Go. go. Uh, this movie, the trailer came out, Sonic looked very strange. Fans were like, no thank you. And the studio right. was like, okay, sorry. And they made them like, look more normal. Right. And I mean, it just looked bad. Video games usually look bad and they are bad. <laughs> like there's a very long track record of bad video right. game movies. Um, so like this was like kind of laughed at. Then it came out and it wasn't universally shit on. Right. And it actually was successful in right. the box office. I still had no interest in watching it. Same. Um, yeah. Until Jimmy made it. So I went into expecting absolute dog shit yes so dan similarly i didn't expect much from it i expected it to be bad Um, right i expected them to just churn out like a generic kids movie and cash in on you know the character character and right the the property it wasn't it wasn't bad yeah overall didn't hate it me too yeah I, i didn't i'm in the same boat i didn't like think it was great it had so many just like stupid tropes of like here's a weird it's a road trip movie for no reason yeah but i mean even when they do like other properties i always go back to transformers like i want to see big robots i don't care about these humans yeah so it had like this like out of world thing trapped in our world see how it interacts which is kind of boring to me yeah what i thought was the coolest part of the movie was that owl lady and then like the hedgehog knights i was like oh this is like cool yeah we're gonna get a lot of this and i like how the video game world how they rendered it in cg yeah it looks real i was good. like this is really cool and like the special effects were actually really good mm-hmm. in the movie i would have liked to see more of that and less of like me too the buddy cop kind of thing right and i i thought that they actually did it a good job bringing robotnik into the real world like mm-hmm. I think they did as good as they could because, like, yeah. I don't know anything about Robot except he's like a mad scientist with a big mustache. Yeah, that's, that's all I know. That's basically what you need to know. So I think the strength and the weakness of this film—I'm not going to call it a film. Let me say that—is <laughs> in its casting because Jim Carrey is real good. Jim Carrey is awful in this movie. Oh, it's I, like it's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. It's yeah. '90s Jim Carrey not caring. It's Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey as dr robotnik yeah he's doing all the jim carries yeah um and i i was just annoyed by him but i think uh first of all 
Ben Schwartz works as Sonic in a really good way. Yeah. yeah. I think I understood Sonic's personality more in this movie, which, you know, I guess I was, I had the time to because I was sitting there watching an hour and a half of it. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt for his storyline and how he's like, okay, he's on Earth and he's safe and all that, but he's also like alone and, and hidden and right. stuff. And and honestly, like what saves this movie for me is James Marsden because he's he's really good in it. He doesn't do anything revolutionary. Yeah, he's he's just James Marsden. Yeah, I mean, no small town has a cop that that that's that good looking. But <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought it worked. Sure, it's like very one sided characters. Like nothing is really explored. Right. right. Um, but I like the arc that he felt he needed to go somewhere where he could make a difference and then turns out he made a difference right there in his hometown. Right. That's um, true. It was fun. It was definitely better than I thought it was gonna be, to the point where I would like watch this again with my niece or something. Right. right. That's all I Yeah, like when my daughter's for. older, if she wants to watch this over pretty much anything else i will not i will not bite my tongue and be like yeah there's a lot of family movies or you know kid-centric movies that are really just churned out schlock and this one felt like it had a little bit of a heart to it and again i attribute most of that to the the sort of natural charisma between ben schwartz's voice and Mm. james marsden's performance he's a good voice actor he is yeah he is i've i like him in ducktales and uh he's done some other stuff too i think can't remember i like the little references like the name of the town is green hills you yeah. see i didn't pick up, i i, I got that on one a little I, bit of yeah. that yeah but not at much. the end they were playing the green hill so, uh zone on piano it was pretty cool um i like the uh when sonic picks up the turtle and the turtle is happy and then he puts him down in the turtle shaking it's just things like that yeah, it, it's funny. pretty cute yeah it's, fu- yeah it's fine yeah it's got some little funny moments i like it i own it on 4k i noticed that's how that. i watched that <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I would see a sequel of this. I think some things, some of their like higher concept stuff worked better than others. Mm. I like the idea that the rings are what transports him. Right. I don't love that they sort of like leapt into, has he ever officially been called an alien before this movie? <laughs> Not really. I mean, they've Listen. dabbled in... I get that but they're not going to try to say. Earth? Exactly. Right. I get that they're not going to try to say that he's like somehow an Earth hedgehog. <laughs> hedgehog. Right. Um, it... I wish they would have called him like an interdimensional creature because those felt more. I know that's a lie. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I get it. It's he, weird to call him an alien. They felt but, more like right. other dimensions than other planets. Right. right. Did he refer to them as other planets? I don't, I don't know, know. But I guess I'm worrying too much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like the little things like Eggman's trapped on the um uh, the mushroom planet. That's I mean, basically Sonic 3, which is kind of cool. Predictable, but also yeah. very funny. And he looks like Robotnik at the end. I like cool. how they sort of retconned the name discrepancy because he's like Eggman right. in some right. games and Robotnik in others. Yeah. And it's like, well, they call him Eggman to make fun of him because all his robots look like eggs. And right. at the end of the movie, he's bald. Yeah. And in the games, he they're called he's called called Eggman because he's shaped like an egg. Yeah. Um, and at the very end, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a after Tails. credit scene Tails. with Tails. Oh, no. I stopped uh, at the first one. I actually saw that Eggman. on the internet like yeah. a year ago. What's the yeah. scene? Uh, Tails shows up and oh. um, through one of the rings. Oh, on Earth? On Earth, yeah. And he's looking for Sonic. Tails is a male character? 
Yes. Oh, I always thought it was female. No, no, um, it's just his little. His voice actor, or his voice actress, is a uh, is female. That's probably, and why. it's the same voice actors from the games, which is kind of cool. Mm. Very so, cool. Uh, yeah. Very. We're getting cool. a Sonic two, and supposedly. Oh, is it really happening? Yeah, it's it's already been filmed. Oh, and wow. uh, Knuckles is going to be in it as well. Oh. So hopefully, we're getting more into the lore and stuff, which is all nice and we need a lot of comfy Sonic for lore. me. Yeah. All right, so that is all that we did for the blue blur Sonic the Hedgehog. I've been real into fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Sorry, Sorry Jim. Jim. Uh, um, I, I've just been like really into it, uh, mostly because of this episode. But uh, you're living that Sonic life horde. Yeah, a lot of uh, new announcements have come out. Uh, it's a 30th anniversary tomorrow. Tell people to check out your videos. They're yeah, good. I will. Um, uh, when <laughs> you're listening on, to this on the episode, this is recording tomorrow is the 30th anniversary June. Uh, 23rd, 1991. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Guys, do you have any overall thoughts? I mean, it was all fun. There wasn't like... Yeah. You know, I, I didn't hate playing video games with my friends. Um, right. It wasn't painful to watch the movie like I thought it was. The comic was super easy to get through. The music I just put on at work and like, you know, it's, it's too, some of yeah, it's, it's good, some of it's bad. I some of it. it is like laughably bad. But I mean, <laughs> my point is like, I didn't hate going over everything. Like okay. you gave us a huge list and I was like, oh, shit. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's I was worried about it. But then I was like, you guys gave me 40 of, hours of Howard Stern. So. Yeah. Each of the things is small, too. Right. 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 I want to give you bite size a little. I wanted to wet your whistle. Yeah, I guess I would say for my overall thoughts, um, like Jeff, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, I struggle with even now making a, an opinion because it's so varied, right? It's it's across so many yeah, different mediums right. and stuff like that. Like I, I was joking around, but it is a lifestyle. There's a <laughs> lot that you could do with Sonic. any fandom is like right. that, especially that's right. been around for thirty something years. Yeah. I will say, I wish you had given us one thing that was a little bit deeper in the lore. Okay. Because I still don't feel like I know a lot about, like, Tails and Knuckles and, like, mm. if they ever said where Sonic comes from and those types of things. Right. Um, but, yeah, overall, it was less painful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, final push. There's oh, They're always churning out Sonic stuff, man. I mean... There's the the Archie comic ser- series, which is like over 200 issues or something like that, which is like it goes like weird places like it covers some of the games and stuff. Uh, there's cartoons. There's going to be a Netflix cartoon coming out. Maybe we'll get a little bit more of like the lore stuff, Dan, that you're interested in. Um, I just typed Netflix in my phone because yeah. I was uh, I was going to look up and see if Ben Schwartz is doing the voice for him on there as well. Oh, I don't think so. I don't that think would have been, been dope. Announced. Yeah, it would have been cool. You never know, though. You don't uh, even know though. Uh, Sonic's current voice actor, which is Re- Roger Craig Smith, um, he actually just renewed his voice contract, and he's going to be oh, playing thank Sonic God. more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dan looked me in the eyes when he said that. Right <laughs> I don't know why. Um, so yeah, my final push is there's still a whole lot out there, and I can give you a curated list, or just enjoy it, just casually, like I do. Wow. And uh, fellas, I gotta ask, did I talk you into? Sonic the Hedgehog. I no. don't know. Mm. Wow, Dan said. What do you no. say by "I don't know"? What do you mean by that? I mean I don't know. I I didn't know coming into this. Are you saying you need another hold episode? Hold on, hold on, Dan. <laughs> hold on. I'm saying I don't know because I liked 
the video game stuff a lot. Very fun. I kind of knew I would. Right. And like I told you before, I was like, the other stuff's going to be the make or break for me. That's going to be the yes or the no. Right. I didn't hate the movie. Same. I didn't hate the comic. And just like Dan just said that he wished you gave us a little bit more lore. Okay. I need more lore. This is the first time I've ever done this on the show. Oh, Dan does this no, all the time. Boy. I almost said this as a prank. Dan does this all the time. <laughs> I don't, all the time. I've done it twice, I think. I, I don't know. It's happened several times. And it's, <laughs> you, you convinced me to do a mini episode of Fleabag. I don't want a full episode, Jimmy. Okay. We can do a mini episode, half hour long, something like that. I want just lore. Okay. I don't know how, what that. I don't know if it means cartoons. I don't know if it means comics. A little bit of each. But I want to know more about the universe and the characters. Okay. I could look into that. And I was hoping the conversation today would sway me one way or the other so we wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> but it didn't. I'm in the same place. Okay. Uh, I could probably do that. Maybe I can make like a video presentation or something. <laughs> Hopefully however, dig out that you PowerPoint you made when you were 11. <laughs> I wish I had Oh, that. my God. However you want to do it, let's do it. We'll throw it on the schedule for okay. whenever. It doesn't well, matter. You guys can throw that on the schedule for each other. Yeah, we can do, do as a mini you don't episode. Have to. Because it's going to be a no for me, dog. You're a coward, Dan. <laughs> Listen, I thought I was going to be like a hard no when I like listened to this music earlier in the week. The, the music was bad. The comic was fine but dumb. Um, the movie was definitely a pleasant surprise. It had me thinking mm -hmm. like, hmm, hmm. Okay. But the video games, you know, I'm not a video game boy. Yeah. And I had nostalgia for Sonic 1. I could see myself playing that. I think I actually have played that with Evie, maybe. I got her that little Sega Mini at one mm. point. Um, But yeah, it's not something that I'm going to, like, seek out myself. So when I look at this as a total package, the fact that the movie was fine is, is not enough for me to be a yes or a maybe on. I probably will watch Sonic 2. Um, but that's that's gonna be it for me. I'll count that as a success. I don't care, <laughs> Jeff. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll think about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it we'll out. Get something going. Yeah, it, nothing like crazy in depth. Yeah, it doesn't but... have to be like right away too. You can yeah just do it as a follow up. You could throw it in the feed. You could throw it on the Patreon. However, you guys right. want to handle it. Okay. For all the Sonic fans out there that are dying to know if Jeff becomes a Sonic boy, <laughs> so that is our Sonic the Hedgehog episode. And it went better than I expected. Than I expected. Yeah. Uh, so, next we week, yeah. I am talking the fellas into one of my all-time favorite bands, Gogol Bordello. <gasps> this one I'm very excited for. We've been, I, I've been wanting to talk about it forever. Um, you know, we're like 120 episodes in. So I figured what better time than here? Sure. Better time than now. Okay. So we'll get more into that next week. Yeah, let's do it. In the meantime, Jimmy, <sighs> where can people find your Sonic loving ass online? <laughs> you can find me uh, at Son of a Fitch on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. S O N N A V A F I T C H on all of those platforms. I've been posting a lot of videos, a lot of Sonic based videos, because that's the kind of person I am. Jimmy, I want more Antoine. Oh, we could do that. Dan, Talk what about you? Antoine. Where can people find you? You could find me on I don't Twitter. I remember if that's his name. Uh, Twitter tweeting out things not about Sonic under the name Danny <laughs> underscore breakdown. Jeff, how about you? 
People can find me on Instagram at Magic the Clippening. If you love magic cards and hate gross fingernail hygiene, it is a great place to be. You can find me on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27. That's Jeff with five Fs. Here's the number Antoine. 27. This is what Oh, Antoine God, I hate that. So <laughs> ew, 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 I Googled it too. Ew. Oh, oh, gross. Uh, Dan, where can people find... Wait, who's next? We all did it. It's the podcast. Oh, we were supposed to do that one first. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, we usually do. Oh, it's fine. Jimmy, where can people find the podcast? You can find Talk Me Into on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, podcast, Apple Podcast. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. It's all out of sorts, man. I'm confused. It's fine. Thank Antoine you for listening. Antoine de Pardue is a character that appears in the Hedgehog <laughs> television series. He is a member of the Royal Guard serving the royal family of Mabo Tropolis. <laughs> Antoine is Sonic the Hedgehog's rival, especially when it comes to the love of Princess Sally, whom he considers the love of his life. Could I change mine to Princess no? Peach? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Princess Peach's girl. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. <laughs> I may have the hiccups. <laughs> yes, let's uh, keep going. This is great. I just did one, and I'm trying to stop myself from doing it again. Okay. Well, I'll get going. Jeff. Yeah. You already talked. Jimmy already talked. This segment is over. <laughs> yep. I can hear the the interstitial music in my head. <laughs> Which one should I put? Anything specific? Uh, Old dogs. I hope that's in time with the real song, Jim, so you can just like have him doing it over the real song. Well, this whole part is getting cut out, but it's, it's over. Do you want us to start a new track or keep this one? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to eat my asshole ho? <clears throat> I actually wasn't even making a joke. I have such a bad memory that I couldn't remember if we usually do it or not. We don't. We've Based never on done the it. laughter, I'll say we don't. <laughs> we haven't ever. All right, Jimmy. This is your time to Sonic Shine. <laughs> Is Sonic Shine a name of a game? Because it should be. It should be. You're right. There's Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy, let's write a script for a video game called Sonic Shine. If I could write a Sonic video game, that would be like, whoo, I'd die. <laughs> You'd dive off a cliff. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Jimmy goes. Nope. And little man, little Jimmy wants you. Mm. All right. Little Jimmy. Are we going to go in the order that you have it on the recording we'll schedule? Let, we'll sure. let Jimmy go. We'll just let him okay. lead it and we'll talk. Sure. About <laughs> Forgot to get my beverage. God damn it. <sighs> you dumb. I'm not going to say it. <clears throat> so you want me to actually start the episode? Well, the second half. I don't usually do that. Though. Okay, then I will. Doesn't matter to me.